Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au, three CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday at currently Australian Eastern summertime. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging, also acknowledging the intersection of LGBTIQ and our original inhabitants, uh, including sister girls and brother boys, and acknowledging their unique contributions to diversity on and around all the lands. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can um, email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for the Facebook posts on my page, Sally Goldner and Out of the Pan, 3CR 855AM Melbourne. Impossible not to start the show by sending our solidarity to those in Christchurch, to New Zealand, to Islamic people worldwide, um, to those who have lost loved ones and those who are still fighting injuries in hospital. An obviously horrific situation in Christchurch on every angle. Um, there aren't really enough words. Um, you know, I'm not someone of Islamic background and I'm finding them hard to find. So as Walid Ali, who was on the project on Friday night, full, um, can, um, well support for Jacinta Ardern, the way she's handled things in the last two to three days at the time of this broadcast has just been, well, an example of leadership in what would be called a crisis. Um, you know, calm, strong, and dare I say, from a gendered perspective, a great mix of positive masculinity as opposed to toxic and um, positive femininity, compassion and strength rolled into one. Um, Very well done. Also, um, hard to acknowledge, I know many LGBTIQ people and maybe allies from around the world are headed to the Ilga World Conference in New Zealand, which starts tomorrow. One of my transgender Victoria colleagues is I noticed Auckland Pride, which was due to happen last night, was postponed, and understandably so. Um, So I'd originally planned to play all New Zealand um, bands today in honour of that, but it's obviously now for another reason. And, well, don't dream it's over. Don't dream that the idea of peace and respect is ever over. We will fight stronger for it in the the, the, um, aftermath of what happened. We will not give up. Um, ch- catching up soon with Robin from Transgender Victoria, acknowledging that any views on my show, this show, are my own, but acknowledging that when we do catch up with Robin, um, and it's a Transgender Victoria project, we'll be talking about acknowledging my various roles in Transgender Victoria, so that interest is declared. Well, of course, at the same time as the um, situation broke in Christchurch, um, around the world were many of the 
youth climate action rallies. And, well, that's something that means we can keep dreaming that it won't be over. Um, a um, you know, sort of an amazing response. Um, one of my my last year's um, sign, Sally at the Rally Sign of the Year came from one of the climate change um, action rallies. Um, I think it was Melbourne where there was a sign saying, I've seen smarter cabinets at Ikea referring to our federal government. And I jokingly put out the challenge on Friday morning, well, beat that. And someone did. Um, they said the situation's so bad, even the introverts are here. Introverts of the world unite quietly in your own homes. No, the introverts got out. <laughs> so an amazing turnout, an amazing response um, from young people. Well done to the schools who supported them. Um, a great sign that you know we're respecting young people, which doesn't often happen. Um, so many times, you know, young people are belittled, and the politicians of sadly too many persuasions who belittled them, I think, have made a grave error of judgment, not just in terms of humanity and objectively, but in terms of electoral cost. And I'm surprised that Bill Shorten would even join in by saying, "Oh, they should do it after hours." In his case, in the evening. Uh, Bill, there's lots of young people who are probably going to turn to the Greens and other parties now. You sausage. Um, they'll probably, dare I say, some of those young voters will be out to get shorty. But a really magnificent turnout, um, so energising. And, you know, for all the difficulties that we're going through, it does seem to me that um, finally things are moving forward. Um, we're just hitting this sort of wall of resistance. Um, who knows? Um, hopefully we can break it through come Australian on the Australian front um, or in the Australian context come the federal election and where we can get back to some respect and dignity. Um, I also, if I wasn't playing all New Zealand music today, I would have dug out the Beatles' I Am The Walrus for the line, I Am The Eggman. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, you know, sort of um, there's all sorts of debate flying about that, given that there may still be police charges. I'll be restrained in my comments. But, um, yes, um, no yoke. What happened there? Oh, dear, you're stuck with me for puns for about another 50 minutes. And thank heavens for another four tracks of four minutes of music. It's only about 36. So, yeah, busy week. Um, lots um, going on. You know, a mix of things, um, a mix of hope amongst all the, the stress factors. Um, so um, what else has been going on during the week? Um, lots happening on the LGBTI fronts. Um, the Greens releasing a overview platform. Now, it should be pointed out that these are the measures that affect most, if not all, of rainbow communities, the sort of whole measures, and I understand there'll be measures announced soon for trans, bi, and others. Um, but um, it was good to see these. I mean, in one sense, you could say predictable, but, you know, what the Greens say today often is what other parties um, eventually adopt um, tomorrow. And, um, you know, that's important. So, yes... Um, minimising, if not eliminating, religious exemptions, um, LGBTI health overall, um, and so on. And no doubt there would be a call, I would hope, there would be a call for an end to intersex, um, you know, sort of to virtually automatic surgeries on intersex infants whose bodies differ from expectations in terms of what society and medicine expects, um, particularly when there's no need for those surgeries. Interesting, as I mentioned um, in the last couple of weeks, Tony Briffer on Queering the Air, the, another of the queer shows that um, runs on 3CR, 3pm Sundays, 
um, talking about how um, surgeons will not supply statistics to the government. Well, that's not a way to win friends and influence people, surgeons, in my book. And I, you know, I respect Tony and the um, Tony's frustrations. Tony, a co-president um, of Intersex Human Rights Australia, and of course, in another capacity, deputy mayor. Um, deputy, um, said um, Daffy Duck, um, of the city of Hobson's Bay to Melbourne's West, one of the first, and possibly only known um, person with an intersex variation to achieve such a relatively high office was once mayor. Um, intersex, um, yeah, check out Intersex Human Rights, more information, intersex variations of body from male or female expectations, not just vis- visible external ones at birth, but of course also can involve hormonal or genetic at least 20 possibly 40, and just part of humanity, part of um, biology, all that sort of thing. All right, um, so good to see all these announcements happening. Um, In the meantime, let's continue in honour of what's and support and solidarity for those in Christchurch. Let's continue the All New Zealand music, this time with Jenny Morris. And yes, love is a good enough thing, and she and anyone who behaves well on any gender has to be loved. 3CR, 855 AM. 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. (laughs) 3CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au. Join me, Sally Goldner, the presenter of Out of the Pan, for a live broadcast on International Trans Day of Visibility at Hares and Hyenas on 31st of March 2019, organised by Transgender Victoria with 3CR. With co-host Mama Alto, we'll be moderating a live panel discussion about issues, experiences and intersections between and about trans people of colour. Get your tickets online at tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au. That's tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au. Or listen live to the discussion right here on 855am on digital and streaming online. I know that voice. Yes, two weeks to go um, until the big outside broadcast. Yes, find out why this is a face for radio. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally um, in the studio today. Um, very excite balls um, in a couple of weeks. Never done a live broadcast. 13, hang on, 14 years in on 3CR and for that matter, um, spoken on um, other ones, but not a full broadcast of a whole show. So yeah, very exciting. My role is simply to facilitate that and make sure the buttons link to the studio and all that sort of thing. Um, Mama Alto definitely in charge of the moderation and questions and that sort of thing. Um, very much a show for trans people of colour. Huge panel. Watch this space for more info. Um, had a couple of um, emails from Melina. Thanks, Melina. 
Uh, let's deal with them in turn. Um, hey, Sally, my condolences to all the beautiful people who lost their lives in that senseless act. Margaret Ulix is one mum's favourite artist. Yes, I forgot about Margaret. I'm running through the... Oh, I'll read the whole message first. Can you briefly discuss the Milo Y and freedom of speech agenda? He's been banned again from entering our country. Well, yes, certainly, again, con- total condolences and full strength and support to all in New Zealand. And I forgot about Margaret Ulix um, when I was selecting music today. Um, certainly one of mine. Um, two, two or three great albums around the turn of the 80s into the 90s. And, yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos, um, hmm, you know, um, in and out, in and out like a loom, but um, definitely needs to stay out this time and at this and at this time, not good. And, you know, it's interesting, I was just having a quick peek at um, an article in today's Midday Bulletin of The Guardian, which says we've got to start looking at these, um, you know, preventing these right-wing sort of things going on to prevent, and it's by Jonathan Friedland, to prevent another Christchurch, we have to confront the right's hate preachers. I, I think this is the time. I mean, surely we've got to draw a line in the sand and this, you know, freedom of speech, yes, sounds great on paper, freedom, say what you want and encourage debate, but it's gone too far. You know, we've forgotten about the other side of the coin of freedom being responsibility and when you don't take responsibility for your choices, including your choice of words, and just think you can get away with it because you have a right to, that's where we have a problem. There's too many of these so-called libertarianists who cannot take responsibility. A very high percentage, in my opinion, do this and get away with it. And so, you know, do we have um, freedom of speech? How do we have an assertive debate against them, I suppose, um, but we'd love to hear thoughts on this from any listeners. Um, someone once said that one of the things you can do is, you know, if these people are running, want to have influence, ask them what their policy is on other issues, you know, like the economy, um, you know, or the environment, those sorts of things, not just play to their game. And I think that's a good thing to do. And I think that I am seeing um, a huge increase in people saying enough. They're not going to be pushed around and plough the people's agendas. Unfortunately, there are still some within LGBTI communities who haven't got over their own internalised prejudice, people in positions of prominence and influence who think we have to grovel to everyone in a position of high office just because they're in high office. Now, maybe these people have come from corporate backgrounds where everything's done on a basis of hierarchy rather than merit. And I say no, we have a right to stand up for ourselves and we have a right to say no with to whom we um, engage, but including in media. Um, you know, there's often the occasion that certain um, newspapers in this country who have reporters whose job it is to deliberately try to stir up division between people who will say somehow are part of LGBTIQ, most noticeably so-called radical feminists who are anti-trans and anti-sex work and the rest of the LGBTI community. And we don't have to comment to them. It's our right as trans people and sex workers, and there is good cooperation on this, in fact, strong and excellent cooperation to make sure that this doesn't happen and that um, if there is space given to um, radical feminists who are with those views, that they're shouting into the Grand Canyon. And I think that's a good approach. So we do need to confront these people. And if they can't take responsibility, yes, keep them out. Interesting, a few weeks ago, or in the last week or two, I should say, there was an announcement by the federal government that they deport perpetrators of domestic violence who weren't born in Australia. 
well, that's nice. What are you going to do about the Australian-born ones? Um, you know, you've got to look at the toxic masculinity in your own backyard, Liberal Party, um, before you can do anything. And you've got to look at general toxicity in general. And, you know, there was a, also a long list of right-wing terror attacks. And the question's been asked, why aren't these people on the radar? The real challenge of the world is and always has been not left versus right, but moderation and common sense versus extremism. And until we start getting back to some degree of balance and common sense rather than extremism of any sort is where um, we're going to continue to be in trouble. So that's my response to your first message, Melina. You've sent in another one. Um, Dr. Waleed Ali is one of our most strongest allies. Totally agree there. The Project have had many segments on queer issues. Yep, they're pretty good. Um, A little self-indulgent one. A few years ago, I was interviewed by them. Um, and they said, we need some natural scenes. So, you know, there's a block of shops 400 metres down the road from where I live. Went into one of the shops to get a few fruit and veggies that I did need. It wasn't just wanton extravagance by any means. And the next time I went into the butchers next door, they said, why didn't you come into our place? We could have done with the business. Um, love local shops. Going to digress here. Had a great experience with my local shops the other day. I went in to get one of my vitamin TGD pills, as they're called, i.e. hormones, that I was the prescription had finished. And I normally come into the chemist in my local shops with a coffee. Now, I didn't have any cash on me that day, so I hadn't gone to the fabulous um, coffee place two doors down. And I said this to the chemist. He said, oh, well, we'll do a cash out for you. And then I went to the, the pizza place and got the coffee. And they said, oh, don't worry about that. We know who you are. And if you don't have cash on you, you know, just pay us for two next time. You've got to love local shops and support small business um, for those reasons. Back on topic, that was a bit Ronnie Corbett, wasn't it? It reminds me of the story I was about to tell you. Um, and I'm a bit taller than Ronnie Corbett was. He was the short one. Um, we should be supporting intelligent and sophisticated men like Waleed in our media. Yeah, absolutely so. This will, this debate cannot be resolved by shouting and sensationalism in that way. Um, can you imagine the hate mail directed towards him as a celebrity and a Muslim? Well, yes, he's copped many of it. So have many others. There was a good tweet by Van Badham on, um, um, well, um, this morning on Twitter. Where else? Where else are you going to tweet? Um, that was a, a tautology or something. And um, Van said, if you want a list of white right-wing haters, police, just um, ask any feminist who goes online. Um, they'll give you a list, and it's probably all the same. And most importantly, on a positive note, Melina's mentioned quite rightly, it's an open mosque day across Victoria, many mosques open, also the Islamic Museum, and one of my friends and colleagues is there. That's a great thing to do to show your support. If you're not someone of Islamic faith, be an ally, stand together for decency, humanity, respect and diversity. So yeah, some good points there, Melina. Um, Yeah, totally agree with Waleed, and I just think... You know, as I say, this has got to be the proverbial line in the sand and it shows that, you know, terrorism is not, um, of course, automatically associated with Islam or extreme Islam. It's just plain extremism and selfishness and it's got to stop. Enough, enough, enough. And let's have the positive and creative spirit of those young climate change people in all walks of life. Um, I just, that was, you know, what a day of mixed emotions Friday was in that sense. Um, so much positivity, yet such extreme negativity, um, you know, that is happening um, around the world. But um, we will get there. Um, momentum, what can keep us going? Momentum. Also curious if there are people listening with tips on how we can counter the right, but also how we can be allies to those who face 
prejudice and discrimination. Keep popping those in. Let's get all the hints going and we'll make sure we don't t- um, tweet our punches, so to speak, um, and get this um, rolling. So, um, yeah, and all the best to LGBTIQ people in New Zealand um, for the ILGA conference. All right, let's um, have some more New Zealand-originated music. And um, Tim Finn, from his solo album after he left Split Ends in 1983, and um, the classic album Escapade, and in a minor key, 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital. 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, lots of ways to listen to Out of the Pan in this case and all the great shows on 3CR 24-7. And thanks for your company, um, whether you're listening for the first time on a Sunday afternoon by repeat, on demand or podcast. Um, in honour of events in New Zealand or in solidarity with um, Tim Finn from Escapade. What a great album that was um, in a minor key. I think there ended up being about um, at least four or five singles out of ten tracks. It was just so huge. And a bit of a move away from his work with Split End, um, but you know, showing his great talents. And, of course, he ended up doing stuff with Crowded House as well. Um, so... What else has been in the news on queer and social justice fronts? Well, full credit to Freedom of Species, the show that follows um, Out of the Pan at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoons. A great um, show last week on activist burnout. Now, yes, focused, of course, with examples from animal advocacy and environment. But, you know, to use that phrase, transferable skills, at risk of sounding like a people and cultural human resources person, very, very much a... um, a um, situation of, um, you know, sort of similar things would apply no matter what sort of volunteering, social justice advocacy you do. And I admit yours truly um, could probably keep learning um, at times. But, um, you know, sometimes we love what we do or we try to keep up and perhaps forget to take a breather. I must admit I had about um, 12 days um, between swims and by the time I got back into the pool was hanging for it. Um, and good to get back into it. Um, the weight continues to come off. Watch out for slinky outfits. Maybe at least this could be a body for radio. and won't be will be more than a body for radio. Not that we're promoting body image issues on this show. Self-deprecating humour always a good thing. So yeah, um, lots going on. Now watch out later this week about Friday afternoon evening Australian time for a really. Um, good initiative that's turned up. And obviously, um, I declare every possible um, compatibility of interest here. This has come my way. It'll go up on Friday, so um, be pre- be a scout guide or any gender-neutral equivalent thereof. Um, Wombat, if you're listening, um, what's that term again? Um, so there's, as people know, there's L with the T and G with the T discussions. Well, now there's going to be a move for B with the T and as a bi-trans person. I'm all for that, as you can imagine. And there'll be a petition coming um, that goes public on Friday, which I think is um, going to be very, very welcome. Um, I think that this is also an attempt to counter wedge tactics from those who would oppose trans people and saying, well, the LGBT community is divided. No, we probably don't agree on every dot, comma, and clause A31X capital A, but we're pretty much on the same track, and at least we try to communicate effectively, which is a damn sight more than I can say for 
um, a lot of other things. I mean, it says something that finally, gee, the Catholic Church sat down with LGBTIQ people a few weeks I understand that some people would be very cynical about that. Um, fair enough, but better to do something and start than not at all. I mean, you know, there are still understandably people who are nervous about police and um, people in the LGBTI communities who are nervous about police, um, given the past history to our communities. And I'm sure it's the same with many other um, communities that face discrimination and prejudice. But when there's some effort made, you know, we've got to take advantage of it and work with it in a respectful way. So good to see that happen a few weeks ago and well done to all involved in organising it. Um, a very exciting thing happening. Now, unfortunately, this weekend, yours truly a bit um, mental health-wise under the weather and um, didn't get a chance to participate in what was a bit of a, a grand hysterical occasion yesterday, putting on my Transgender Victoria hat for a second. Transgender Victoria, in conjunction with Department of Premier and Cabinet, is working on a peer support um, project, which will, in simple terms, take models of peer support and um, um, you know, the lived expertise of trans and gender diverse people and families and try to start doing some road mapping, if you like. Um, and um, it was a huge number of um, people involved. As I say, I'm not quite there yesterday, um, mental health-wise, so therefore wasn't there in physical presence. But just having a look at the posts here, um, you know, about um, from or in relation to the event, um it's um, certainly sounding like a good thing. Um, so this is um, you know, very, very welcome because often people, again, trans and gender diverse and families, have trouble navigating. I remember at least one story that just comes immediately to mind of um, family members who could only find US sites. So yes, there needs to be resourcing of trans and gender diverse and families to do basics like have websites and you know get the search engine ratings up and all those sorts of things. Um, so, but that would be a help. But it's also you know, knowing how to navigate systems like the children's like Monash. Yes, children's um, does a pretty awesome job. But you've still got to know how to get there, get in, what do you know? And sometimes it can be there's confusing stories, that sort of stuff. So this is what this was aiming to achieve. Very, very welcome. And as I say, really disappointed, a bit sad and frustrated, actually, that I couldn't be there in the end. Um, but we'll no doubt hear all about it. Um, so, yeah, lots of good things going on um, as well. Um, and on the not-so-good front, a story that came my way um, I subscribed to a weekly bulletin from The Guardian on femininity, and this one shows that internalised prejudice can happen. And I'll give a content warning here for, um, well, um, lack of respect for women, I suppose. Um, in Italy, a panel of um, judges um, in the, the highest appeal court ordered a retrial of a, and again, huge, difficult content warning issue here, sexual assault. Um, a woman, a man had been, or men had been convicted of um, sexual assault on a female. Um, but the judges who were all female, um, a really double content warning here, drew their conclusions from a photograph of the woman because the defendants said they were not attracted to her because 
They thought the woman looked too masculine and unappealing. Goodness me. Um, there aren't enough words to describe that. So, yeah, patriarchy's entrenched, but when it becomes this sort of internalised um, prejudice and um, internalised self-loathing, well, you know, and that these people don't even understand the difference between, well, you know, don't understand what gender expression's about, um, you know, and you're just excusing it. So there have been protests against the judge's decision um, with Luisa Rizitelli for the Rebel Network in Italy, um, lambasted the judge's ruling as medieval. Um, and that is just amazing that there is still that level of unconscious bias in a judicial system anywhere. Um, absolutely horrific. So, yeah, there's lots of distance to travel. And I'm reminded um, also of the... Uh, saying you can tell who the, the strong women are. They're the ones building other women up rather than tearing them down. And um, a, an author unknown, if anyone does think they know, let me know, let us, let me know. Well, you know, is that really justice? No. Is it ter- building women up? No. It's allowing it to go on. And we let toxic masculinity go on so much in our society. I'll give you an example that happened to me about eight months ago. I was parked on the side of the road in a two-hour spot within the confines of the spot and it was the last spot before a private driveway so it was about two meters back from the curve of where the curb goes up the driveway and this guy driving a sort of high ace van comes up to me bangs on my window goes yeah can I help you he goes can you move I can't get in my driveway now I'm parked two meters back from the driveway and he can't get in and I said no I'm parked legally And he goes, you're going to move. I said, no. And he said, you're stupid. And I said, you're self-entitled. Now, you might think, how does that compare to, heaven forbid, to sexual assault? It's where it starts. We let these things creep in. Well, that's Houston where we've got a problem. And it's got to start being uprooted right from the source um, in terms of both um, the, the attitudes. And there's nothing wrong with putting information in front of people that says, oh, maybe we need a change of attitude and as I say, on so many fronts, this is um, where things start, I and mean, also they have to change. So lots of work to be done. Now, of course, that's not as big, as I said, but it's, as I say, where it starts. Let's um, keep making sure we uproot those sorts of attitudes that cause problems in the first place. All right, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, continuing with the all New Zealand music today, and I should say New Zealand, even if Australia probably tried to um, sort of do um, forced citizenship on some of these people, um, here's the great band Dragon from the 70s and 80s, and well, the dreams of ordinary men or ordinary people of all gender, just respect and dignity. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Join me, Sally Goldner, the presenter of Out of the Pan, for a live broadcast on International Trans Day of Visibility at Hares and Hyenas on 31st of March 2019, organised by Transgender Victoria with 3CR. With co-host Mama Alto, we'll be moderating a live panel discussion about issues, experiences and intersections between and about trans people of colour. Get your tickets online at tdov2019.eventbrite.com.au. That's tdov2019.eventbrite.com. 
sbs.com.au or listen live to the discussion right here on 855am on digital and streaming online. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR.org.au, and three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally um, first broadcasting noon till one on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company, and it is with pleasure I'm joined in the studio by uh, Robin um, from Transgender Victoria. Again, declaring my interest as someone who's heavily involved in Transgender Victoria to talk about the We Deserve Project. Hey, Robin. Hey, how's it going? I'm here at the 11th hour, but I got in finally. Yes, transport and stuff and stuff happening everywhere. So a bit of a a shenanigan. So thanks for making it in. Um, And um, we should just point out that we will be mentioning um, issues of family, including intimate partner violence. So if that is um, triggering for anyone, please either um, we don't, we as much as we love your listenership, we don't want to put you through anything that could be stressful or also be aware of the various support services um, such as Switchboard 1800 184 527 if needed. We deserve. Let's start yes. with the name, I suppose. We deserve. So this has come from pretty much what it, it's exactly what it sounds like. This is a we look, this is a family violence prevention project, but what we are looking at is what we deserve. As a as a well, the trans community, what we deserve from relationships, what we deserve from all those things, because that's something we don't talk about enough. We talk a lot about you know the tough stuff we go through, the difficulties, all of those things, the trials and tribulations, but we don't talk enough about what we really deserve as whole human beings in these sort of environments and relationships. Well, absolutely, we're entitled um, to quality relationships on an equal basis in, in all, keeping it simple with the broader cisgender population. Yet, let's be honest, we deserve even better than that because they're not that great either. Oh, look, some of my <laughs> some of my best friends are cisgender. I tolerate their lifestyle choices, but yes. um, seriously, you know, ever we should, you know, we need to have people treated on their merits. And exactly, when tra- trans people in any relationship, intimate partner, sibling, parent to child, child to parent, etc., and whatever else. you call a relationship. Whatever you call family, we are there for it, and that's what we're working on. Well, that's the thing. Let's drill into the work that is we deserve because we're almost we're at a bit of a. It seems like, from what I can gather, we're at the sort of halfway halftime break, so to speak. There's been a lot of focus groups, interviews, etc. Yeah. So a big part of this is we've been actually doing this thing where we talk to the community and actually realise what they need and what they want from this sort of project, which sadly is not done enough. So we've been running focus groups for months and months and months now, talking to as many people as possible, trying to understand, you know, what even is a relationship within the trans community? You know, we're talking about, you know, polyamorous relationships, bisexual Mm. relationships, asexual relationships, you know, gay relationships, straight relationships, all these things that the mainstream services just, it's completely just outside what they usually work with and what the usual sort of systems are designed for. And we're trying to understand, you know, before we start making programs to sort of prevent, you know, make safer relationships and better relationships, we need to understand what those relationships are and what our families are. Well, this is the thing, you know, um, first of all, totally acknowledging that, you know, certainly... If, even if we could measure all in, um, family violence 
totally acknowledging there's a large percentage perpetrated by cisgender hetero men on cisgender hetero women. Oh, but, yes. But anyone can be a victim, anyone can be a perpetrator. Exactly. And of course, when we're getting into trans and gender diverse land where gender isn't that, um, cl- well, we'll say clear cut, not that it ever is anyway <laughs> in our world, um, it makes things very different. And a lot of people have not, as you say, have not woken up to it. I think also there's some resistance because how pre- of how some previous family violence work has been framed. Well, there's been so much good work in the area and, of course, there's going to be a bit of, you know, pushback to when we go, okay, that work you've done has been amazing, but let's throw that book out and rewrite it because it's just not working for the communities representing. And that's a hard thing to hear for anyone and, of course, there's going to be difficulties on doing that. Absolutely, absolutely true. You know, it does take some time to adjust. In fairness, I would add that I think there's lots of um, broader community services who are willing to have a rethink because there's of plenty course. of LGBTIQ of people um, in um, wanting to do it better. So um, that's really important. Um, the thing is, this is a prevention project. Yes, it um, is. You know, and that, let's talk a bit about that angle. Yeah, so what we're looking at is this is definitely prevention. So we are looking at preventing violence before it happens. And now, of course, we understand with such high-risk, vulnerable communities, there's going to be lived experience already in that space. So the way we're looking at it is looking at preventing future case, um, future examples of violence and future cases of violence. And that's sort of what we're focusing on. And we're focusing on this from a very, not just a trans aspect, but from a whole person aspect as well. That intersectional approach is very much at the forefront of everything we're doing. Well, well, that's the thing. It is multifaceted, and I mean, I'm acknowledging my experience as white, mm-hmm. but someone who's multicultural could, ex- will, could and probably would experience it differently. Uh, multi-faith, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander. Yeah, peop- um, neurodiverse people, people with other disabilities, mm. all these things. I said, we are fully well-rounded human beings, and just looking at this as a TGD project is very, very limiting and, you know, not the best way to handle it. Yeah, so we're looking at it from, let's say, somewhat of a central focus of trans and exactly. But, you know, we've got to make sure, to use my new phrase, we've got to have every dot of that intersection covered, not yes. just um, one corner, so to speak. Have there been um, two things I wanted to mm-hmm. ask? First of all, although, you know, we've done lots of research and um, focus groups, if someone still thinks, I'd really like to tell my story, is there that possibility left at this stage? So with that, we'll say straight away, it's like we have been talking to people with lived experience, but also just because what we've been asking for people is not just their lived experience, not necessarily their lived experience, but for them to sort of draw from their lived experience with yeah. all of our focus groups from that straight away. Um, and we do have methods to get in contact with us. Like we have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash we deserve Vic. Um, we also have my email address, which is robin at tgv.org.au. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, if you want to, we have much more opportunities for people to be a part coming up very, very soon. Cause we're going to be roll. We're going to be starting to develop actual initiatives as part of this project very soon. And we want to make sure we're still consulting with the community. But, you know, if you want to find out more, check out our Facebook page, get in contact with me, and, you know, there are still more opportunities, even though we've done the focus groups. We want everyone's voices to be heard as much as possible. Well, that's right. Everyone has a, a gold nugget to offer somewhere. Exactly. And it's really important. So, yeah, um, although the research is still sort of being, you know, ultra-collated, has there yes. been, are you able, do you feel confident to say if there's been any 
we'll say, leap out sort of um, things from the initial focus groups? Um, anything that really stands out as a recurring theme yet? I think the one that really stands out to me is the concept of boundaries, um, which is something that, again, it's such one of those obvious mm. things. But now we've had people saying, like people keep saying boundaries and not just physical boundaries, but, you know, personal boundaries, you know, you know, just having those that sort of self-respect and respect from others, which we can take for granted so much. And this, so, and I think one of the other big things that stands out for me for just how diverse the community is and just how diverse the community's experiences of relationships are. Like we are having to look at this in a whole new, like we knew that going into it, but we've got that information now right in front of us and we're going, we're going to have to look at this from a whole much more multifaceted way. Yeah, no, definitely. This whole area, not just trans and gender diverse, but rain, we'll use rainbow for short, has mm-hmm. been a case of going down the rabbit hole to some extent. But I think we've got some pretty solid safety ropes. We've on. got pretty good. As they, you're crawling out of that rabbit hole pretty well. Yeah. So it is it is good to see. And, yep, um, check out the We Deserve uh, Facebook page. Also, of course, got to acknowledge the huge partnership support of Drummond Street Services yes. slash Queerspace and the, as part of the With Respect work um, as mm-hmm. well. So it is really good to see that. So, yeah, um, ripping quickly into um, the future plans and how people can be involved. Yeah, as I said before, please get in contact with us because we are developing, we're going to, as part of this project, we're not just doing research, we're also developing these family violence prevention initiatives. And we are going to be consulting with the communities in on that, the exact method which we're still nutting out the exact details for. But yeah, please get in contact with us, follow us on Facebook, like us, email me to get in contact if you haven't already. We're going to try and find way more ways to get in contact with people. So just do that first step and we can go from there. Absolutely. Look, Robin, thanks for making it in. Um, you know, sort of a pack. It's a busy Sunday in Melbourne with all sorts of things going on. So I'm glad you battled through in the end. Thanks but, for having um, me. Um, I think the you know, biased as I may be, of course, the work is just so important. And this could really turn around individual lives for the better. And well, the collective. Um, we are starting something amazing. And that is brilliant. Well, yeah, governments, if you're listening, um, this project is only of a limited time. It needs There needs to be more projects after this, and not just for trans and gender diverse, for bi and as much as I'm not intersex, I think there's probably going to be a need for intersex people as well, all parts of the rainbow as we exactly. look at this. Robin, thanks for making it in. Glad you did. It's a really important topic again. If anyone was um, um, has any concerns, 1-800-184-527. Um, and also um, they are all the other queer-friendly resources around um, are very, very important, and it seems that this area is growing. Robin, thanks again for coming in. Thanks for having me. Robin Litman-Salter there, um, representing Transgender Victoria to come declaring my interest. I'd better get out of here and make way for the crew from Freedom of Species, um, talking all things Animale, always lots of great stuff in Psychedelia at two, and then... Um, queering air at three, part of the Sunday lineup on 3CR if you're listening live. Take it out today with Schnellfenster wrapping up our tribute of New Zealand music. Um, they were a part of the original Split Ends who went on to form another band, and this was from their album The Sound of Trees in 1988, and um, the, the opening track, Whisper. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.